0: So We Met Online. This is a podcast about love, sex, and everything in between the world of online dating. Hi, I'm Chris.
1: And I'm Erica.
0: Welcome to So We Met Online. If you would like to learn more about the show, visit us online at sowemetonline.com and join us throughout social media on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, all at So We Met Online.
1: Chris I want to talk about something a little serious today. Okay. And you'll know what we're talking about when I share this story. This just happened yesterday. I was on a Zoom call with a new client whom I had never met before. We go through a whole rigmarole. My first hour-long call with any client is getting to know you so I can write your profile, getting to know, you know, your background, your hobbies, all that stuff. And then I take usually the last 15 minutes to talk about what you're looking for. And we start really basic, you know, are you looking for a long-term relationship? What age range do you care or have preferences as to whether your partner's been married before? All of that. And we talk about smoking, drinking, that kind of stuff. And then we get to religion and race, which is what we're going to be talking about today. I still am processing how I feel about what happened yesterday. You and our listeners are actually going to hear me process in real time because I haven't told anyone this yet because I didn't know how. And so I asked her if religion is important to her in a partner. And she told me that she was born a certain religion, but she's more spiritual than anything else. She told me she's Hindu, but really that wasn't important to her. And I said, oh, good. Are you open to dating someone of any religion? And this is important for me to ask because I'm going to be doing the searching for her online. So I need to know who I'm searching for because when I search, I always start with the objective criteria, you know, age, location, religion, often the smoking, drinking, education. I assumed based on the fact that she had said she's spiritual and isn't religious, I assumed her answer would be, yes, I'm open to dating someone of any religion. Well, you know what happens when you assume things. So she said, I quote, I don't like Jewish people to date.
0: So let's just pause for a moment right there and let everybody know you're Jewish. I am. Okay. Go on.
1: I was stunned for a minute. And it was like, she added the like dot, dot, dot to date. And I wouldn't have liked it fill in the blank, any religion. And I know this is not personal to me. Mm -hmm. The fact that it did happen to be my religion really hit me. Mm -hmm. And I asked why. And this is something I do where I don't try to change someone's preferences. I still often think preferences are a loophole for prejudices sometimes. And we're going to talk about that because that's what this episode is on. But I asked why I said, why specifically that religion? I asked, did you have an experience, a bad experience? Because often people attribute one bad experience to an entire group. Mm-hmm. Sure. She said, no. And I said, okay, then, then why? This is before I told her I was Jewish. She said, well, Oh, I just can't imagine someone going to, to synagogue. So often. That's weird. Okay. I said, keep going with that. Well, it's just, it just seem it's just too much. And that's when I said, I am Jewish. And I said, most people I know, myself included, who are Jewish, are pretty secular. I don't go to synagogue very often. I don't know where she was getting her interpretation of what Judaism was.
0: Mm-hmm
1: but I couldn't not say something, you know, and if she had said, you know, I'll never date someone Muslim, I would still push her on the why, but I wouldn't feel as personally affected by it. Sure. Look, if someone has underlying biases, I'm never going to change them. My job, and I said to her, because I'm going to keep going with this, I said, my job is to ask you to think about the why is it something so rooted deeply in you that you grew up with that you never really thought about Mm -hmm. and it's just like in there or is it something more than that and so we moved on from that and I was very nervous to ask the next question which is race Mm -hmm. ethnicity I said how do you feel about that and again this is because I'm going to be searching for you so I need to know who to search for and she said I quote, because it makes me uncomfortable saying things like this. She said, I am not attracted to black men. Mm -hmm. And I I said, you know, they don't all look the same, right? (laughs) Well, yeah, I just, I would never. I said, well, have you? No. I said, but that's putting everyone of a certain race into the same bucket. And I said, what if I actually turned it around? I said, what if someone said, I think all Indian women are blank. I said, you don't represent all Indian women. I tried. Again, I'm not going to change her. But I pushed her on it. And I even said to her, I said, I'm inviting this uncomfortable conversation. I said, I know I'm making you feel uncomfortable. And I thanked her for allowing me to have this awkward, uncomfortable, real conversation. Mm -hmm. But it was really difficult for me. I came away from that call and and we ended the call fine. You know, rah, rah, I'm your cheerleader in this. I'm still going to do a great job for her. Other than this awkwardness, I enjoyed her. I liked her. But I left that call feeling so... I don't even know what word I want to use. So sad, frustrated. I don't know what I felt. This is me processing right here because I haven't told a soul about this because I didn't even know what... I couldn't. I just... I had to just like be in silence for a minute. And, you know, over the last nine and a half years, I've worked with enough people who have their own biases, who, you know, will say, you know, ridiculous things, excluding whole swaths of people. I don't know, but this one was just so blatant and it happened to be something I am (laughs) that it really affected me.
0: I, I totally understand and thank you for sharing. And I understand that you're processing it. I'm going to do a couple of things with you and see where it goes, because as we've done numerous times, you know, sometimes we just have conversations and really good things come out. And sometimes we say things and we're like, what did we just talk about? And yet we still publish it. <laughs> yeah. There's another area that you struggle with. And again, this is on the lighter side, but I, I think there's a parallel to this. You don't like it when people have a bias to height. There's a lot of times people come to you and say, I will only date somebody who's over six foot five, which obviously excludes, you know, you know, 99% (laughs) of the world's population. There's a bias there. There are a lot of people out there who care a lot about the height of somebody and you can't change that perception or that bias.
1: And I want to be clear for a minute. I am not telling everyone they have to date everyone. I'm not saying everyone has to be so open-minded that they don't notice skin color or religion or any... I'm not saying that at all. All I'm asking, just like I asked her, is to delve into the why internally. And that wasn't something she had to share with me. It was something I wanted her to think about. So I would say the same thing with height. Like, why is that so important to you? As as another matchmaker I know says... You want to feel protected? Your biggest risk is identity theft. I loved when she says that. It's It's the why. And that's what I'm trying to get at. Anyway, continue.
0: Yes. So, but again, it gives us perspective because I think there are other things. There's lots of things out there that people have bias about and they're superficial. There are things like height and weight and looks Mm -hmm. and hair color and any number of things. Like I'm only going to ever date blondes. And there are people out there who say that.
1: I push people on the age thing, too. If they say I'll only date up to this number, exactly. I'll push them on that and ask them to think about the why. So this is not just the tough stuff, you know, race and all of that. This is anything.
0: But I'm putting this in perspective because although you might date somebody who is under six foot, somebody else might not. And again, these are superficial preferences that we all have. But then there are deeper core mm-hmm. Things about people that we do see bias on, Mm -hmm. like what you're talking about in terms of race and religion and politics and all of these things. And our ability to open up and accept people for their own bias is very hard. We see that all over the place today. Well,
1: I know. And especially with Black Lives Matter and all of that just being at the forefront of culture right now, it just struck me even harder.
0: Right. Exactly. It's only natural to take some of those biases personally. And you may not have taken it as personal if they said, I don't like anybody who's Hindu or I don't like anybody who's Muslim or I don't like anybody who's Christian or Catholic Or whatever. But because it was core in your belief system, that's where the struggle becomes, right? Well,
1: yeah. And I try to separate that. Like, I know it had nothing to do with me. And I still would have taken issue with it had it been Catholic or fill in the blank with something else. I still would have pushed her on the why. But yes, this was a visceral reaction I had. Because when someone says to you, I don't like Jewish people, dot, 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 for dating, I hear I don't like Jewish people.
0: Yeah. Now, the reality is, is that for her, she's being candid with you about her preferences.
1: Yes, which I need. Right. And on the one hand, I'm glad she's comfortable. Yep. And that, that's a whole other thing I have to think about. Like, I try to separate myself from this because I am being objective when I'm searching for you. I don't put my personal preferences in there.
0: On the other hand, there are millions of people out there dating who have the exact same bias, but are not publicly sharing that.
1: On every single
0: dating app, it says, match me with these religious preferences, all or only Mm -hmm. Christians, or I'm happy with a mixture of Christian and Hinduism and spiritualness, whatever. Mm -hmm. But those options are there, and every day people are presented with, oh, what do I want? Same thing with gender, same thing with race, same thing with height, same thing with hair color. It's all in there as preferences, and we're dealing with these biases all around us all of the time.
1: Yeah, all the time I get, you know, men who tell me they want someone thin, and I realize that they're comfortable saying things like that to me because I'm thin, and I have clients- male clients all day long again i'm so grateful that they're so candid with me about what they want and what they don't want but the flippant cavalier things comments i get on women's weight i do separate my personal stuff you know this is my job but at a certain point i'm a person
0: sure well i'll tell you what let's take a break and when we come back i'll share with you my own personal biases and preferences and then you tell me how you feel about those okay
1: everyone if you like what you hear as much as we like creating it we would love for you to review our podcast that way more people can hear about it how do you do that if you're using an iPhone go to your app your podcast app that's purple and click on search type in so we met online and you'll see the so we met online logo then click on that scroll down to where it says ratings and reviews and that's where you can either Give us five stars, or you can write a review and submit that. Thank you so much for being our loyal listeners.
0: Okay, Erica, so just before the break, we were hearing about an interview that you had, and, you know, we started talking about biases. And, you know, it made me start thinking about my own personal biases. And I think one of the things that helps us in, in this day and age is, is being able to be vulnerable and expose some of the thoughts and feelings that we all have. I think the ability for us to talk about it, as you kind mm-hmm. of even alluded to, is part of the, the benefit or the help that you need to process it. And so, you know, I'm thinking through like even myself, look, in my dating life, I've dated almost every race, religion, mm-hmm. type of person. I have never really put kind of a definition of what I've wanted. I've tried to make that as open as possible. But Mm -hmm. I would be absolutely lying to you if I didn't say that somewhere under there, I still had personal preferences, right? Right. Like for instance, I prefer blondes. But (laughs) does that mean that I'm going off and searching for blondes? No, not usually. But that doesn't mean that I don't have that preference. Same thing, you mentioned body type, yeah, I definitely prefer a certain body type. I have a preference for women who tend to be a little bit more petite, who tend to be smaller than me, who tend to be shorter than me, those types of things. Have I dated people who are taller than me or who are roughly the same size as me? Yes. And I've had wonderful relationships with them, but i still have this kind of preference. So I guess the question boils down, same thing with race. I've dated every single race out there. And at the end of it, though, I have certain preferences. There are these stereotypes that, you know, people have. For instance, I've, I've dated a Japanese woman before. And she said, oh, I always get these white guys who have this Japanese anime fantasy. And that's why they want to date mm-hmm. me, right? And she takes that personally. And I go, oh, mm-hmm. I totally understand that. And so there are these kind of built-in society types of stereotypes yeah. and biases that we all have but at the end of the day we do have preferences and so yeah. how do we balance those preferences against the concepts of borderline racism or well, borderline right, whatever
1: exactly. and i'm hesitant to use the word racism sure i, I can say discriminating because that has a different connotation Perfect. to it i like it. and i would feel differently about this if she had said to me well I prefer to date an Indian man because we have similar cultures and upbringings. Like, likes, like sometimes. That's one thing. But it was when there was the inclusion with one exclusion. It's different. It's personal.
0: And mm-hmm. I think that's the difference. My point to you is that you've heard all of these biases before. You've had hundreds of calls with clients and customers and yeah. people and friends about their personal preferences that have biases inside of them, and you haven't taken those personally. But this one was more intimate to you, was more personal. Even though it wasn't directed at you. I know, and I'm trying to separate that. Right. Totally understandable, though.
1: So I want to read this article I wrote about a year ago. I called it Stop Dating on the Basis of Race, and I want to read it. So I write this syndicated column every week and it gets published in small papers around the country. This one happened to be published in the Duluth news tribune. Okay. Mm. Which I guess is not the most liberal area because I got, I got some hate voicemail (laughs) after it anyway, which I was like, Oh my God, I got a hater. I made it. Okay. So I wrote, I felt compelled to write this article because several things happened recently that left me fuming. And all had to do with dating and race. I'm a dating coach, so part of my job is to ask people what they're looking for in a partner. Clients share everything from preferred taste in music to height to religion to age. And then there's a matter of race and ethnicity. I've read before in research done by OkCupid that people who reach out to someone of the same race garner a higher response rate. We can all say that we're in a diverse society and we're open to people of all shapes, sizes and colors. But when it comes down to it, are we all as prejudiced as our president? I guess that's why I got the hate mail. Do we all prefer to be with people who look like us? The answer is, of course, no. Thank goodness. But I've seen so many instances of blatant bigotry in my work that I had to let it out. Isn't it still some form of discrimination if you say point blank, I will not date an Asian man or Hispanic women are not attractive to me? Or is it just a matter of preference? I mean, here's the main question. Is this a loophole where it's okay to be prejudiced when it's just a dating preference of yours? Recently, I was working with a wonderful woman in her 50s. She'd been married before, but had never used an online dating site. So she found herself on a website and then as my client. At the end of our call, I always ask, is there anything I haven't asked that you think I should know? She immediately jumped in with, oh, I would never date a blank person. And I'm purposely leaving it blank because it really doesn't matter what goes there. Just assume it's a color of skin that's not her own. She went on to say, I would rather be alone the rest of my life than swipe right on those people. And then... And the same day, I was working to set up a woman, a woman of color, mind you, with an African-American man on an online dating site. He seemed to be, to be an accomplished musician and all that stuff. He went to a prestigious school. He had a great profile and he happened to have a nice head of hair. The date ended up getting canceled because their schedules didn't match. And when I reached out to tell her, she said, to be honest, the last few guys I've dated are black. I'm kind of over them. They didn't have their S-H-I-T together. I wanted to pull my hair out and scream, but you picked them. Instead, I tried to be cool and replied, that's like saying you're over people with blonde hair. Not everyone is the same. Far from it. It would be completely unfair to generalize. Plus, I'm sure you've met white men who don't have their stuff together either. Mm -hmm. And I didn't say this. But I'm guessing these exes she mentioned had other things in common, like something about their personalities that attracted her to them in the first place, that well outshined the color of their skin. She continued, I'm just telling you my preferences based on what my past was. My final response was, it's important not to project your past onto future potential amazing people. On the one hand, she's been open-minded in the past. And on the other, she held each to a much higher standard and then used their behavior against others of their race. I have a male Asian client who refuses to date Asian women, and I have plenty of white clients who refuse to go outside their Wonder Bread comfort zone. As their coach, I respect their choices and do my best to find appropriate matches. But my true feelings are that I want to ask everyone the simple question, why? Why did you decide to put your foot down? Was it a conscious decision or something just ingrained in you by society or your upbringing? To bring this a bit closer to home, I used to only date Jewish men. After years of putting a premium on someone whose mother happened to make a delicious matzo ball soup, Mm -hmm. I asked myself the same question, why? And my response fell short. My only reason was that I wanted someone to come to my annual Passover Seder epiphany you don't have to be remotely jewish to attend a seder in fact every year at least half my table consists of non-jewish friends which makes the whole experience much more engaging once i opened up my religious parameters i also opened myself up to a world of amazing people who don't all have the last name rosenbaum and cohen uh what is the point in my writing this to air out my grievances partially the other is to inspire people to look inward I encourage everyone to dig, really dig deeply. Ask yourself why this is something that's important to you. Is it because it's been ingrained in you or is it what you want or don't want? Is it based on one or two experiences only or what you think society would be accepting of? If your answers reaffirm your choices, then that's great. And if they don't, it's time to think about whether some changes can be made to your criteria. I would never tell anyone who to choose as their mate. My job is to get people out there on good dates. It is not to preach or tell people what's right and wrong because I don't know. (laughs) And there's not a one size fits all answer. What I do know is that I'm tired of hearing arbitrary statements about who you will and won't date based on race or religion and nothing more with no other context or rationale. I'm tired of overall generalizations about people's worthiness in your life made on the basis of color and I'm tired of smiling and nodding when all I really want to do is simply ask, why?